0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Beth Murphy, Executive Director of Compensation Services for the Veterans Administration in Washington, D.C., Executive Director Murphy discusses the VA's effort to speed up claims and to reach out proactively to our Desert Storm and Gulf War veterans to ensure they are informed on the new presumptive disease approvals as well as making sure that their families are likewise informed. She outlines the procedure for filing claims and emphasizes that if veterans are unsure as to whether or not to file, they should file. Phone number and website information to assist those in claims are discussed in the program. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. Be absolutely sure, if you can, to have a paper and pencil ready, because there are many things that you're going to want to write down. Phone numbers web addresses, emails, all of these might appear on any one of our broadcasts. Today, we have a special guest, Beth Murphy, the VA Executive Director of Compensation Services in Washington. Director Murphy, what a delight to have you on the program. Could you give us just a little overview of compensation services itself?
2: Certainly, I'm the Executive Director of Compensation Service we are the part of VA that is in charge of policy making, guidance and procedures, national training, national quality review and oversight for the disability compensation program. And last year, disability compensation paid about over a hundred billion dollars to more than five and a half million veterans and their eligible dependents. So it's a, a big benefit to our heroes who have uh, made their sacrifice and deserve these benefits. Well, I
1: want to thank you personally, because every month I get that check in the box. I'm 100% disabled, according to the VA, and it's nice to get that check, and I appreciate what your department does.
2: Well, Bill, thank you very much for your service.
1: Well, we're here today to talk about some exciting news that you're bringing forth for us. So would you like to get started
2: on that? Certainly, I'm I'm happy to talk about the additional uh, easing of uh, entitlement and eligibility to benefits and health care for deployed Gulf War veterans. It takes so
1: long. And I remember I'm Vietnam era myself, and it took forever to be able to say Agent Orange is bad. And it's nice to see things moving a little faster for some of our people who are out there in the field doing stuff and being exposed to here toxic chemicals?
2: Yes, I have to say that we have uh, we have about 17 presumptive conditions on the list for Vietnam veterans, and we are happy that uh, the secretary has really leaned in on a recent study from the National Academies of science, engineering, and medicine, and rounded out that scientific uh, survey with uh, experts from the Veterans Health Administration and others in the department uh, to make a recommendation to the secretary to add these three new presumptive conditions for uh, deployed Gulf War veterans, um, chronic asthma, sinusitis, and rhinitis. So we're encouraging veterans Maybe if you have never filed to come come in and file an original claim or if you've been denied in the past to reapply uh, with a supplemental claim. So I'm happy to be on the program today to get that word out.
1: Well, you know, you're talking about three and a half million troops that have been exposed or potentially exposed. So that's a that's a pretty big job in itself.
2: Yes, you're correct. Uh, and we're looking at this very broadly. We're talking about airborne hazards, particulate matter that was, it was in the environments, um, in these locations. So the secretary's taking a, a forward leaning broad approach to this. Some of those areas are? So, um, as far as the Southwest Asia Theater, if you were deployed there, uh, from August 1990 to the present, and also other locations such as Afghanistan, Ubekistan, Syria, Djibouti, uh, from uh, September 20 or 2001 to the present. If
1: someone has already filed but was turned down, they should refile?
2: Yes, Bill. If uh, somebody was was denied previously for one of these conditions, we're encouraging them to reapply. We have sent outreach letters um, already to those who are potentially impacted. Uh, We're getting the word out on social media and on programs such as yours. So we're really thankful uh, to have this opportunity to get the word out and encourage folks to come to us for help. And should the
1: veteran have already passed away, then the spouse should still file or family file, correct?
2: Yes, if it was uh, a service-related death for one of these conditions, absolutely the surviving spouse should reach out Uh, We can answer questions, help with the application process. Uh, We're trying to make it as easy as possible.
1: Where should they call for more information?
2: So we can uh, direct them to go online to va.gov, or we do have a toll-free number. That's 1-800-827-1000.
1: Okay, many of my audience are older, and it'd be good (laughs) if we repeated those very slowly.
2: Certainly. Online, come see us online for a lot of information there at va.gov. So va.gov and toll free number is 1-800-827-1000.
1: You know, the VA puts out a lot of good information, but if you go to va.gov, literally everything you'd ever want to know is there. It's just finding it. Nothing's hidden. Everything's transparent, but it's a matter of getting there. If I wanted to look at it specifically from this standpoint, how would I do that?
2: So, Bill, I went there just the other day for myself to make sure that I could find it so that I would be prepared to direct others. (laughs) If you go to the VA.gov website, there's a search box at the top. And if you just type in the word presumption or presumptives, it will take you to a fact sheet that not only covers the presumptives for Gulf War veterans, but all of the available presumptives that VA offers, including for Vietnam veterans and a host of other conditions. So go to the VA.gov website, go to the search box, and type in presumption.
1: You know, that's a good thing. But maybe it's good if we define the word presumptive so that people had some idea of what we were talking about when we say a presumptive disease?
2: Bill, that's a great question. When we talk about presumptive conditions, there are normally three elements, three boxes you would need to check in order to be eligible for disability compensation. First is there would need to be some sort of event or injury or illness that happened during service. Uh, The second would be that you would need to have a current chronic condition and then the last, and sometimes the hardest to prove, is that medical link or what we call a nexus between what your current condition is and what happened to you in service. When we talk about a presumptive condition, it really eases that last, uh, checking that last box. So if you have one of these three new presumptive conditions, chronic uh, asthma, sinusitis, or rhinitis, and you served in one of the uh, designated locations during the designated times, we presume that those current chronic uh, respiratory conditions are attributable to service. So it, it really makes it easier for a veteran to prove their case. So if I've been out of the service for
1: a period of time, is there a time link to this that I have to be aware of?
2: Uh, as far as the three new respiratory conditions, uh, it's a 10-year window is what we're looking at. Uh, but what we have found through the science and the claims that we have already processed is that many folks are are manifesting these respiratory conditions well within that 10-year window after, after service.
1: It, it's important because a lot of people, they just don't know they should file. And filing doesn't stop anything if you file it and it doesn't work you can at least file again but if they file you can go back on that correct if later on they say oh well we're going to open it up for a period of time longer than what we had opened.
2: open that's correct bill and if any this and we understand this can be a complex process we're talking about entitlement to health care and and a broad array of benefits so it can be it can be complex. Uh, we encourage anybody who has a question or, or needs help to call that toll-free number or to come online that we also have fantastic partners with the veteran service organizations and other veteran advocates and they're, they stand ready to help as well. So veterans should not be intimidated by the process. There's, there are a lot of different folks available to walk them through this process.
1: I just interviewed uh, General Atkins from uh, the president of MOAA, and they're standing ready right now. And I talked with the president of DAV also, and they're putting extra people on in order to be able to get this out. So there's a lot of help you can get beyond going on and trying to file for yourself. You're absolutely right, Bill. We're at the end of the interview. But what I'd like to know, is there anything I haven't asked that you really would feel strongly about getting out,
2: Bill, I think I think you've uh, had some great questions. Um, you've covered it well. Just the the fact that you know we're coming up to the holidays. This is time when families get together, either in person or virtually. Um, it, it may be a good uh, you know dinner table conversation if uh, if a veteran uh, needs some help from their family. Or the family can encourage the veteran to say, "Hey, I heard this on the on TV or on the radio, and uh, maybe we should talk about this." So uh, we always uh, encourage the families to help veterans uh, apply. Uh, so there's no wrong door to come into the VA. And
1: one other thing, I think it's important for people to understand, and I want to be sure that you agree: if I file a claim, I'm not taking anything away from any other veteran.
2: That's absolutely right, Bill. I've heard it over the years. Uh, our veterans are heroes. They're they're very stoic, and I've I've heard it so many times in 27 years that I've been with VA. Well, I don't want to apply because I don't want to take it away uh, benefits away from someone else who needs it more than I do. While well, while that's heartwarming, it's just not the case. Anybody who's entitled to benefits. We encourage you to come in and get what you deserve. And there is there's no it's, it's not a limited pot. Um, these are mandatory benefits. They're uh, provided by Congress. And uh, don't be don't be discouraged. Don't uh, don't give don't give anything away. Um, come to get what you're entitled to.
1: Director Beth Murray, I am so pleased that you came on the program today. Well, thank you, Bill. My guest has been Beth Murray, VA's executive director of compensation services, a lady who kind of controls the checkbook, which is kind of nice for those of us that do get a disability payment. And also for those of you, if you pay attention to what she had to say, might get one in the future. Again, thank you for being on the program.
2: Thank you, Bill. And uh, thanks again for your service. Have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bill Hodges.
1: This has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and our opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner radio podcasts.